Oh, hello, and welcome to El Dente Rigamotis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer Nilo. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. And be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Abe for Robovember 2017. So, Abe came out in 2013 um, and was on a list of suggested creep bosses that had robots in them, given to us by Matt from The Drunk and the Ugly. Except he doesn't really remember giving me Abe as a suggestion, but it's on the list alongside all the other creep bosses he gave me. And since we did Blinky, like, I think I, last year or the year before that, um, mm-hmm. which was another creepy robot short film. Um, I saw that in the suggested like videos from this one. Yeah, yeah, that one basically, um, and I'll get into the. My, I have some things about that in my notes uh, revolving Blinky and this. Okay, but um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm not exactly sure how this one made it on our list, except for like maybe just it. Matt didn't remember because I asked him about it yeah the other day, and he did not remember giving me like suggesting it. Maybe he was captured by Abe, and he got out, but. Like his mind got wiped from this from the scenario. He, he repressed, but he had this like link <laughs> in his mind. It's like I, I have to put this down, but I don't know what this is. Maybe this is Abe. <laughs> so, 2013 uh, short film. You can check it out on YouTube, uh, and I'll go into the. Actually, I can give it now. Um, it's by Rob McLellan. It's a UK production. Um, Basically, it's one of those short films that they post online kind of like as a pitch for, to get a longer thing, or as like, um, just kind of like they had an idea for for a film, they decided to shoot it, and then maybe somebody will pick it up, which actually somebody has. Oh, really? Uh, MGM has actually acquired the rights to turn this into a full feature. When? Um, uh, like the last couple of years, last year or so. It's out? No, no, like they've acquired oh, the rights. Oh, working no, on I was saying, like, when's it going to be out? No, they've acquired the rights oh, okay. to it, so it might actually end up becoming a feature film in the future. Um, kind of like which how, we may visit in El Dante Goes to the Movies. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll definitely do that yeah. if that happens. But um, yeah, it's kind of like how like Nine, um, the one with the ragdoll golems, um, was like uh, started off as a uh, as a literally a, an animator's thesis for their for school. Yeah, and it was like a nine minute video, and Tim Burton took it basically and uh, funded it to be a full feature film. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so anyway. With this uh, one, um, with Abe, it starts off. You're in a, we're in a dingy basement or like uh, some weird like butchery lab place. Yes. Uh, there's a woman strapped to a chair uh, with duct tape over her mouth, and there's a moth flying around uh, like one of the lights. Mm-hmm. She comes to, uh, freaking out about her situation, obviously, because yeah, that's As one fucked would. up. <laughs> um, and then she hears this thing coming through the, like behind the curtain. <laughs> Yeah, and then it opens up this, and it's this robot, this humanoid android robot um, character. We presume to be Abe. It's actually never mentioned. <laughs> and basically, credits. oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in the credits, but we yeah, never actually. Uh, he does have like some insignia on his uh, on his chest, on his chest, but I like kept trying to, but it was either too blurry or like it, it was uh, he'd be blocked it with something or like yeah. Um, and basically, he gets a scalpel, and he's about to, like, cut into the person. Then he sees the moth, and starts, like, philosophizing, or, like, uh, giving us philosophy about humans and how they're, like, we strive for survival, even though we're, it's hopeless and all that. Yeah. And, like, we strive for, like, survival through, like, with all manner of, like, hopes and dreams, and, like, hopefully we'll, like, find love someday, even though our lives are really short. And then he cuts, 
With, with a deaf, quick motion, he cuts the uh, moth in half mm-hmm. um, to get the point across. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then puts the, the, the scalpel away and starts talking about how, like, he was programmed to love, but he wasn't programmed to cope when his, when the people he loved, the people he served, which was a family he had, um, stopped loving him back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he basically has become mentally unstable because of that situation. And he tried to fix his old family. And this is all being told to us via a monologue. Um, as the woman like looks at it on in terror and like and like confusion and is trying to like figure out can I escape? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going on about like how he tried to fix his family because obviously they were broken, um, and then uh, how he's going to fix the girl, the woman there because obviously like based on like how she's she's looking at him, she doesn't love him back. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a bone saw and just starts cutting, and then we like it fades away or it cuts to. Like the outside of the um, the uh, the splash curtains, and you see yeah. blood splatter, and she starts screaming, and then it kind of fades mm-hmm. to black, and then we get a scene of like a woman at a uh, like a cafe or something like that uh, with a coffee, and like a, a, either across the street or like not too far away behind a wooden post, mm-hmm. Abe is just staring at her, and she's he's like, I wish I didn't have this drive, I wish I could, I, I wish I didn't have to do the things I do. Yeah, because people say it's wrong, but I don't understand it. I also I wish I I wish I didn't I couldn't love, and then it kind of ends there with this creepy like robot stare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was basically that's the the short film Abe. Um, basically, it's a a robot that has gained sentience, and also a psychotic or a psychopathic, or sociopath or psychopath. And... Has, has, I don't know. <laughs> has become basically so Probably like closer to a psychopath. Yeah, basically a psychopath because like they have the urge to to love, like they love, they fall in love with people, um, but they can never love them back, and that infuriates him. So he basically tries to fix them uh, by like cutting them up and rearranging them or something because he thinks that they're like machines, so like yeah. they can be fixed, but no, they can't be. Uh, and he keeps doing it over and over again. So basically, he's like a Dexter like serial killer, um, or at least like. I see Dexter because like that's kind of what it felt like was like and yeah. I don't know if it's just because I haven't really I haven't watched Dexter but like I've seen like things that are, like bits I know something like, about it yeah. and like I know every time I hear Dexter I keep thinking of Dexter's laboratory <laughs> yep. did it. oh god what, what, this is like Dexter's lab meets Dexter <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um, yeah so yeah like I said um, it's a short film from the UK by Rob McClellan um, MGM's got the rights to it now so it might become a feature film. Which would be pretty bad. Um, but I do have some issues with the short with the short film as it is, and I, I tried looking around for the budget of this film, and I could not. However, so yeah, it feels like with a uh, but it feels like with a better budget, or maybe even just like so that middle section when he's monologuing, yeah. he he picks up the knife and stuff like that, and then just or like and just looks off, and literally there are scenes where he's just monologuing right in front, right to the camera. And the girl, he's the woman, staring at the moth. Yeah, I know. I know he's staring at the moth, but like the way it's shot, it's he's just literally staring right at us, or he's looking at us, or mm-hmm. it's just kind of presented very plainly at that point, at, that, at those points, those sequences. And I feel like um, it might have been creepier when he's talking about his family as, as well, um, rather than just have him talking and telling us the story. Maybe have some like flashbacks of the family, 
Mm. Um, or even some, even, I don't even, you don't even need video. You just have, maybe have some background audio, muffled audio of a family like laughing and like, um, whatnot. Or, and then have like the screams as it gets, as the, the scene gets darker and darker. I think it would be, I feel like if you cut away though. No, 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 no might... I'm not saying cut away. I'm saying blend it with the scene that as it is. Like and just give well, us, like as he's talking, he like plays a recording of his family, yeah, or like you start hearing like muffled like in, in the background some like some like, rather than have that creepy like kind of like or, it was kind of like um, it started off melancholy music, but like there'd be like little string crescendos of like creepiness, like you know the violin string kind of thing mm-hmm. as he was talking. Maybe rather than have that have or have that, but then also have this like muffled like voices of like the of the family, and then like them start screaming a little or like start kind of like. Freaking out when you know he starts trying to fix them, because, <laughs> um, and, and maybe it's just my, like, it's just my point of like my idea like it's just a suggestion for it. I'm not saying that it, that's the right way or wrong way. I'm just saying like to me when I was watching this, I felt like that would have been really appropriate for this scene. Well, yes, no. Okay, you go first though. It, it's too much for a short film. Um, that's one aspect because okay. I'm assuming they had a time limit. Oh no! I, so and also, I, I also like like that's why I'm saying like if this had a more a little bit more of a budget. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I don't think like it wouldn't have been too intrusive. Like even to have like that, just have some like audio, some like little like muted audio behind uh, like while mm-hmm. he's talking, just to kind of emphasize a little bit more. Because otherwise, like it doesn't it, like that little that scene the the like in the middle that that scene in the middle didn't feel um, as dynamic as it could be to me. Like it could have been a lot more. Otherwise, yeah, it's just busy. I'm just listening. I'm, I'm literally stuck there alongside the woman <laughs> um, as this guy, as this robot monologues in front of me. <laughs> yeah, and here's my point. Like, yes, you could do that with the uh, the muted audio and stuff, but that kind of puts you in the head of the robot a bit. Meanwhile, without it, you're put in the head of oh, the, the person the that's there. Yeah, I, I can so see you're that. witnessing what they're actually witnessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hence also, why this got turned into a VR, VR experience, one, which yeah. I didn't realize until um, he told me. I, I, I found that out through trivia because uh, on the IMDb, and then I actually looked it up, and yeah, there's a couple of uh, people who played it on VR. Hmm. Um, I do not recommend. I'm not going to even. I'm not going to post the people that I did, and I'm not going to mention them because they were really annoying. Like, yeah, it was, I, I should have found one. That, I, I couldn't find one that was just the VR experience. I had to find one that was like basically half the screen was that person in VR. Uh, That's and how that, they do yeah, VR videos. Just, uh, yeah. But um, anyway, um, actually, and it, it's kind of funny with that. The what you're saying, like, it is from the point of view of the the woman that we're really supposed to be like kind of in, because that actress was actually really like. Good, or at least I really enjoyed All the, the actors. Were really yeah, good. Yeah, I enjoyed. Well, I enjoyed the act. Well, the one that actually I could see like emote, like emoting, like facially wise. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. really good at facially. Like when he shows up behind the curtain, her face was. I'm not gonna say it was comedic because it wasn't that comedic, like with the situation. But it was like, I, I really enjoyed it because she was just like that. That face of confusion, like, oh, what? and it is the exact <laughs> face I would have. But it yeah. was like the way she emoted was really well done. It was, but it was like not quite cartoonish, but like just enough to like give the the, the audience a little bit of a of, an, of a chuckle from it. Yeah, well, it was like for most of her, she's like kind of yeah, could her be eyes a little bit more. Emoting. She's really good with like emoting with her eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, because she had duct tape over her face the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like and, throughout the whole monologue and stuff, her opinion kept changing. Like, at one point, she, thought, she, she thought, was like, aww. And, like, she actually cried at one point, too, when he was... Okay, so that did happen. Did you okay. notice that? I did the first time, and then when I watched it the second time last night, um, I didn't see it. And I was like, did I just... Envision. For me, it was backwards. The first time I watched it, I didn't know it was the second yeah. time I did. Yeah, kind of the, because she the, actually felt bad for him. Yeah, and then she realized, oh shit, I'm about to be fixed mm-hmm. <laughs> or tried to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the actress uh, for her like her eye emoting, um, and the the voice actor for um, for Abe was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, it turns out, uh, I actually watched. A, uh, I did catch a behind the scenes thing. Um, where it showed like the the raw footage versus the uh, the the edited footage. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! That entire performance was right there. Like they edited out the dude and added the robot. Oh, the, the he voice was, actor yeah, was, was there. A, it was a mocap. It was like a, one of those not a mocap suit, but it was like one of those suits that you put on. And like the guy, it was yeah, it was the actor. It was like, probably right a mocap suit. Yeah, it had No, it didn't have balls, but it had like little like uh, pluses. And some of that, like that's a mocap suit, then. Okay, yeah, it's a mocap suit. Yeah, it just didn't look like ones I've seen before. But oh, that's probably the newer ones. They don't have yeah. like goofy balls anymore. Yeah, or yeah, mm-hmm. or the budget ones. Um, but anyway, yeah, like that's uh, the basically they they had him and like I thought that the, uh, the the tools he had were actually like CGI'd as well. They're real. No, yeah, those are he the the guy picked them up and that's yeah. and that's how they like added the robot basically picked them up. So another thing about the robot. I found him extremely creepy as he came in from behind the curtain. Like, behind that curtain, that was probably the most genuinely creepy scene in the story because it was just, like, the way they got the animation behind it, it looked like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then he came through, and it was good when he was close up, like, his face and stuff like that, but when you saw him, like, full body, like, like from the farther view, I, I, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't... I thought as, the CG was really good in that. I didn't... I didn't um, Compared to other stuff I've seen, like other like uh, like um, other short films like this kind of thing, I've seen the I think the far away shots were a little bit less uh, refined than the close up shots. Like the close up shots, I could barely tell if that was CGI or not. But when you um, when he, when it pulled back and like showed him like full body torso and some of that, like move, turning around some of that, it did feel a little too um, almost like uncanny valley or like claymation animation kind of almost. Again, to me, like, I've watched a lot of, like, CGI stuff, mm-hmm. um, or, like, a lot of effects, and, like, I've watched a lot of, of CGI animation. It came off a little clunky in that, at the, at the far-reaching part, but otherwise, the other animation bits were really good. And, yeah, like, uh, the VR experience, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it became a, a VR experience for various devices and so that. Also, and, and even then, I, even, I felt even more like the... The person sitting strapped to the to the the bed because you are literally just it is literally scene for scene it's basically just uh, like they pulled the audio and strapped it onto a um, uh, somebody animated the entire sequences that happened in the uh, within that is it rendered room. well uh, it's not rendered the best but it's it's okay like he's clearly a CGI effect and some of that and that like, even more so than than in the in the oh it's not the same quality no no not at all oh, that's unfortunate. Um, it feels like a, a VR video game thing mm-hmm. experience. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, like, I, I'm kind of like, look, I, this, it was a short film that had a lot of potential for a longer film. So I do hope that MGM actually makes a feature film of it or like actually funds it into a feature film mm-hmm. because this would be a cool, uh, like, to see where it goes from here. Like, 
it's basically a slasher flick, like or like a, a, a serial killer, but it's a robot. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've seen that story done before, but this was really well done. Also, um, sorry, I just remembered the other thing I wanted to bring up with Blinky. Um, I also feel like this could be in the same universe as Blinky. I haven't seen Blinky, so I can't. Like you, you saw it, right? Wait, were you in that I one? I can't remember. Shit, you weren't in that one. Well, for us and those at home who have not seen Blinky. Blinky is basically the same situation, except um, we see it from what happens to the family. <laughs> uh, basically, the robo- it's a robot uh, like toy or like companion, like buddy companion for the kid. Uh, for this kid who's like uh, doesn't have a lot of friends. And just also, like, it's not a robot made, it's a robot no, it's toy. No, it's a robot friend, but he does, he does do like stuff around the house as well. Um, so it's Teddy Ruxpin. supposed to be like alone. He's supposed to be your friend. It's like I'm Blinky. I'm your friend. Yeah, it's Teddy Ruxpin, um, right? Yeah, and um, <laughs> and then he uh, gets abused a, a bunch of times in the sh- in the thing, um, and then he just starts taking his revenge, like kills the dog, um, and then eventually kills the like or, like freaks out the utter like the kid freaks out at, at the at the robot, and the robot finally just snaps and basically kills the kid and feeds the uh, feeds him to his parents. Oh, that's nice. He's like, oh, so have you seen, have you seen, um, have, have you seen Billy? And it's like, well, yes, he's here with us now. Uh, what, what, what do you mean? You're eating him. I killed him. I cooked him. And now you're eating him. Did I do good? And, and then they're like, they're, scre- they're like freaking out. And then his head just starts spinning around and the cop show up is like, hello, oh, yeah, I'm Blinky. I'll be your friend. And he like lets the, 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 the uh, cops in. And then the last scene of the, sh- of the thing is just. Blinky with the uh, with the electric saw, just like, at the, at the cops. Yeah, no, it, it's basically and, and and the reason why Blinky, um, actually, I think there was even a robot like uh, like uh, the kid is like walking with Blinky with all the the groceries and stuff, mm-hmm. and they see another robot that's kind of like Abe walking down the street. Now that I think about it, so mm-hmm. it's like yeah, that maybe that could, maybe that was why I thought it set, it felt like that, but it, it, it's like. It, it feels like it would be in the same universe where, like, robots are starting to develop, like, psychotic yeah. feelings because they're being abused by their owners and stuff like that. As I can see them being in the same world then, yeah, for sure. But it, it is by two different filmmakers, but, like, it, it felt like it was in the same kind of world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I, that's kind of my my thoughts on, on Abe. So, uh, Mikey? <clears throat> Alright, so... The... Biggest issue that I have is that we have a robot. Yeah. That robot falls in love. Yes. He's programmed to love. He yeah. He's programmed to but, love his... his, his okay. Opinion. Robots are inherently logical. Yes. Love is inherently illogical. They don't mesh together. <laughs> yes, but I mean, okay, like with this with this story, you're, we're we're in a setting yeah. where they are. It's giving him motive. That's yeah. Essentially... Also, also, if you think about it, like, yeah, like your your whole point, like, obviously, they didn't think about that when they when they created this appliance, this this robot for being a servitor. They programmed him to love his uh, to, to and care for his um, for his uh, his his his, uh, his charges um, or his family. Yeah. Um, to be a better caretaker, right? So I I, I I get why you're like you're you're angry at that and some of that. But and also like this is obviously a story of like AI like evolving or like something developing or degrade or devolving into something worse because um, they gave him a human emotion that is not logical. 
they pro- somehow program that into a machine, and the machine's programming is basically having trouble meshing with that because they didn't program them to co- uh, with the other things that you need when you deal with love is coping with like the loss of love and some of that. Mm-hmm. They didn't program that in, so therefore his coding is basically fucking up and causing him to go to become amorally psychopathic. Or, Essentially, or trying to repair the situation the way a machine would. The way that the love is programmed into him is like, you are assigned to take care of this family. Yeah. So these people, you have to take care of their needs, and you taking care of their needs equals love. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a mathematical equation behind it in his head. Yeah. So what you're saying is that he wants someone to take care of him? No, he wants to take care of other people. But he and wants he, them... He to... wants them to enjoy him taking care of them. Yeah. Because he said, like, he he had a family and he did things for them and he enjoyed doing that. But then when they stopped loving right. him, he's like, why? Let me see why. Like, obviously, <laughs> well, and that's it. Uh, oh, they, uh, actually, in, in the VR thing, you actually figure out, find out where the saw went. It went right for the head. So he was trying to basically get to the oh, brain. Oh, really? Yeah, he was trying to get to the brain at that point. Because, hmm. um, yeah, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, VR, you're like, he, you actually get the saw right up to your, where your face would be. Nice. It starts sawing at your face. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole inherent logical dilemma there that I had. Yeah. Um, My explanation didn't help that? No. It, you still, can't see a robot thinking like that, being programmed? Well, I mean, it's like, like okay, it's stupid. Like, like I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's the reason. It's the reason why so much, so many bad mistakes or, or bad like situations happen in, in horror movies and stuff mm-hmm. is that they they pull they use this. They don't really follow a log, the logical thing that like a real logical person would do. They do the stupid thing. Yeah, like the corporation makes a robot that loves. Why the fuck would you do that? With because uh, that's stupid because <laughs> you're 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 just asking for trouble at that point. Well, but at the same time, it can be done well. Like the Hitchhiker's Guide, your plastic pal who's fun to be with. He ha- has he has emotion. Don't talk to me about life. Yeah, he has all the range of emotions, but he's stuck on depression. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, I don't even remember that. <laughs> you think you've got problems? You could be a. Socially depressed robot. <laughs> is it emotionally depressed robot or socially depressed robot? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I just probably like, emotionally. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it's like it, it's uh, Arthur Dent just like sitting there, like I'm stuck here with an emotionally depressed robot in the middle of a wasteland. It's like you think you've got problems. <laughs> you could be an emotionally depressed robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the or the doors is like ah. <laughs> Glad to be of service. Thank the, you. Yeah, the emotion, the the, uh, the uh, euphoric opening of door, the, the door, the, the 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 ship's doors have have a euphoric response to when they get opened. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's giving off an air of smugness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I see, I see your yeah. point, like, and I, and like I just I buy into that because that's how that's that's generally how people try to, or how filmmakers and um, story writers try to like get the narrative going is that something stupid has to happen. Otherwise, if it didn't happen this way, then we wouldn't have a story. Yeah, and unfortunately, there is no other way of getting really getting around that because it's very hard to figure out 
Um, or to, it's very hard to give a like when you don't have something flawed, you yeah. don't have conflict, and when you don't have conflict, you really don't have a story. And that's the whole point of telling stories that there has to be. It's like yeah, in a perfect world, like nothing bad would happen and we'd be fine. But this isn't a perfect world that we're telling. Yeah. Would you have liked it better if um, Abe went into explaining the reason that he was programmed for love? Well, he what he did. Well, he, he didn't he, really. He, he said he, they, they programmed him for love. But like, well, um, I'm saying him saying that they programmed him isn't an explanation of why. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And I like, I figured they well, I, I kind of assumed that they programmed him to love to like be a better caretaker, or to like to be like a, like to to want to like help out the uh, the family a lot more. But mm-hmm. yeah, but the other problem is that also I don't want to hear another more of that monologue because it was just like. Like, I think it was enough the way it was. Another issue is that they only programmed him to love. So that's the only emotion he yeah. gets. So And that's not healthy. It, it really <laughs> is. There are so many, like, unhealthy things about just being, you know, like, just having, like, a, a lo- like an urge. Like, love's a great thing. Except when it's over, when it's, when it's a focal, when it's too, when it's focused too much on. Yeah. Like, the, that's where we get stalkers. That's where we get people who can't, like, who, who, um... Uh, again, like like I can like we have like so many people like, like so many like uh, psychotic like things stem from somebody loving too much, yeah. mm-hmm. like loving something too much or loving someone too much. Yeah, and, like being programmed for only love as, and such. Yeah, that's yeah, essentially like, what it boils down to. <clears throat> yeah. is that I'm in love with everyone with really long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it were the two that they showed. Yeah, because he also loved his entire family. I'm assuming he didn't have a family of gorgeous women. Maybe, maybe. if he did, damn. Well, uh, I don't know. I think there should be a parody where it has him at the end, and he's looking at a guy who has glorious long hair. <laughs> Fabio. <Yeah. laughs> that, that's what happened to Fabio. Oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Because um, then that would add some more logic to it that he's going after long-haired people. Yeah. And then... Or he just, like... Or is it the fact that he could just find a random person and be like, I love you. Like, that is what or just like, like. And, like, and, like, you're walking down the street, it's like, damn, that... <laughs> like, he like, has programmed <laughs> into his mind what he finds attractive. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like, he like he walks, but it's he's not walking like down a... the street and he, like, finds a... Like a like a, a beautiful woman, and it's like this again. Like replace the robot with a with a serial killer or slasher thing, and that's basically the same premise. It's just like somebody like find like find somebody attractive, and that's their new victim. Like mm-hmm. it's basically how so many slasher flicks like slasher movies start. Like I watched one called Bereavement like a couple of weeks ago, um, and that was basically like she he he grab he took um uh took in the young women. Um, like grab grab them like right for, out of like basically like as they were going home like getting into their car to go home for the like, evening as they worked at a diner or something like that and he just basically like abducted them and then would like kill them, like brutalize and kill them in a movie in the in the movie um, like just standard slasher flick kind of thing or psycho like psycho killer movie like movie narrative. Mm-hmm. Long so. story short, you don't like the fact that he's programmed. For love, and that there's no real parameters behind that programming told. Like, well, the, if there was some explanation, like if he saw a family together doing things together, he'd be like, aw, 
that is a family thing. Family thing equals love. You know. Yeah. But compared to just that lady's hot, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of weird for a robot to think. Yeah. And, and like I said, the core problem is that when you code something, it has to be logic. Yeah. You're coding logic into something, and like I say, love is inherently illogical. Yeah. And it's uh, also a response to in our biological systems. Yeah. Which he and doesn't have. Well, yeah, but uh, again, like, this is obviously a, um, uh, emergent, um, AI. Like, this is, like, some, this AI, the AI programming of this yeah. robot, um, like, they developed, they added this code to, for it to love, uh, uh, it seems like they, yeah, they, they put in love to, for him to do that, and now but, he's, it's developing in a bad way. Like, it's developing yeah. more. Because hmm. he doesn't know what love is. Exactly, yeah. What is love? I'm kind of conflicting with your points here. Like you're saying, like love's logical and all that. Yeah, but I could see the way that a robot could perceive love, and it's not that he actually experiences real he, love. He doesn't it's, even mention it. Like at the at the beginning, like he basically goes to a little philosophy uh, philosophy session about like why people love. Mm-hmm. So it'd be something like if he sees like a dad doing something for his son, like, playing catch, like, there's... He sees, like, um, person A helping person B for no reward equals love. Like, there could be a mathematical situation he goes through in his head. But he's not helping these people. No, yeah. He's just looking at them like, oh, you don't look at me like you love me. I must find out why you don't love me. But I yeah. haven't helped you, so I don't... Yeah, because he can on. read human emotions. I mean, obviously... So he, cause, because he's programmed to love, he's programmed to understand the people he's there to work with. So if he sees, like, that the mother is sad, he could read the expression that you're sad. Why are you sad? Yeah. Or, like, you, or like when the woman on the... On the, <clears> um, like, on, on the... Be, on the, the gurney. In the gurney or in the chair. Um, the chair? She yeah, is sure. not looking at him, like... Like with anything but confusion and fear, yeah, mm-hmm. and not love, and that's what he's registering. So he's literally um, just reading her face. <laughs> yeah, the way like, that her eyebrows obviously are and he has a programming for that. At least to me, the story is obviously just a social commentary, or is trying to trying to use the social commentary about like uh, a robot uh, becoming a, a psycho because of like they're falling in love with people and. They're not loving him back, and so he's like rebelling against that. Like it's it's again it's it's a rogue it's it's the rogue um, robot AI narrative that we're social commentary we're getting here. Mm-hmm. It's like robots are uh, can't can't uh, register human emotion properly, so they do horrible things because of it, or they mistranslate human emotion. All that has to happen is he just has to find someone to love him, and then this, the problem will be completely solved. Um, not necessarily, like because uh, what ha- what happens if that they have a bad day, like they have a fight, like that's what he's saying. Like he was saying, like um, he he loved the the family until they stopped loving him, and he couldn't cope with it. Like what happens if like again, like you do that and you have that one bad day where they get into, where he, where the the person gets into a fight with him, and then she he's like, oh well, you, you, we got into a fight. You must be broken. Yeah, that's another thing that's not explained. It's not explained that something happens very in a short frame of time, and then that means, okay, love equals zero, not one now, so now I have to kill you. <laughs> or if it's like, 
Okay, that's one day. Alright, we'll try day two. Day two, okay, this person doesn't love me. Okay, well, day three. Alright, day three, well, fine. It's over. Yeah. Like, the, there's no... Again, it's only eight minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, so there's only so much time, so much you can be said. That's what I'm thinking is, like, this really was just kind of made to to give us, like, at least the, the, the short film. Like, again, maybe the um, extended feature film will have a little bit more in depth. But right oh, now, I hope as it so. is, yeah, I, I really yeah. hope so too, because otherwise it's going to fall really flat. But like the way it is right now, is it's we're probably not supposed to look at it this deeply. No, probably not. Um, but like, because right now all they're basically it's just trying to get across is like, oh, this is a, a horror, this is a creepy horror film where a robot has love in its programming, and it's gone psycho because of it. Mm-hmm. It's gone serial killer because of it. Like that's basically all we're supposed to get out of the story. Yeah, but we're also but we but we critically we are we we critically look at things silly. Yes. <laughs> so we're we're essentially theorizing different aspects, different ways that they could take this. Yeah. Because I'm sure that MGM will listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're uh, they're they're listening to us. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, or the, or who knows? Maybe the filmmakers. The filmmaker is apparently going to be uh, a producer on the film. Oh, nice. So um, as he should and be. I think he might. You know, he sh- I hope he. I hope he all. He's also part of the writing. Pertinent, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, Mikey, I think we we, we keep. Ta- I'm sorry, we keep taking your. Story. All right, is that all your first point? <laughs> is that you continue? <laughs> yeah. So, bottom line is though, and like, we haven't changed your mind. You you don't like the fact that love was added into the programming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then it's assumed that he kills her, but but he could just be sharing some really sloppy food. She's screaming. Based on that VR experience? No. But not based on the VR experience, yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I highly doubt it. He had no food there. Yeah. There was a sawing action sound. Well, there's a lot that we don't see in the scene. Yeah, that's true, yeah. She's saying, like, on the other side of the camera, there's just a buffet. Yeah. But he has, like, a bunch of sloppy Joes ready to go and shit. Yeah. But why was she screaming? I hate Sloppy Joe's now. Those are messy. <laughs> She's screaming because he's going to be force feeding her. Because it's how he shows love. Okay. He's going to force feed her with a bone saw. <laughs> and with well, duct tape over her mouth. He has <laughs> to cut, say, a pie or something. Okay. And then he has to take the, it's the, monster, it's the monster squad scene all over again where it's like I hope it's like are you boys ready? There's a last chance. He has a butcher knife in hand for pie. <laughs> He's like yeah. actually cutting pie for the kids. It's like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm taking an entirely different turn. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely presumed that she was killed and then yeah. he's going on to the yeah. next person. He's being critically and silly. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the. Uh, I liked the end, sort of where just him staring. Yeah, that was. That, was that, that to me was the creepiest portion of it. I, I just found like. When I saw him in full, um, like moving around, so that it came, it it felt very fake to me. Like mm-hmm. as somebody who watches a lot of CGI and a lot, a lot of animation, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't mesh to me as well as it did when you just saw a silhouette, like a blurred silhouette of him behind a curtain. Mm-hmm. That was creepy for me. But yeah, the him just staring and and, and narrating, mm-hmm. like you imagine like walking by, like just like walking by, just like. <laughs> Let's just keep him moving forward faster. Yeah. Just like walk as you walk by this robot that's just staring across the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or imagine if the woman like looked over. Like the next yeah. scene after is like the woman looks over. And it's like, like just looking behind her. No. Well, the, 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 the problem is not there, and then a robot hand comes in and grabs her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And well, then let's start start the movie over again. Yeah, exactly. And the. Thing is, that this is a universe where robots are common. Common. Yeah. <laughs> so having a robot just standing there staring may not be might um, not be that all that scary. It might be just like, oh, well, it's thinking of something. And, and that's the thing. Like, um, that's that's also part. Sorry, that's also part of the creepiness. Actually, is that yeah, like it's so innocuous in this in the setting because like, oh, it's just a robot. What's it? But it's thinking something heinous that no, only the audience knows what it's thinking. Yeah, yeah, and so like somebody else like walking by, like they have no idea. Like, and it's it's kind of like the, again the unassuming like vic- like like killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can get I can get down with that. Yeah. So uh, that's my two cents. Okay. One of those cents we talked about for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was not expecting this to be that long. That's good because no. it was. Because even at video is like I, I, I watched it. And I was like, "Well, I've got like a couple of notes. I really hope the other guys have some because otherwise it's gonna be a really short episode." <laughs> yeah. All right. So my experience with this is from the moment I hit play. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, it's it's not it's something super bad, but some I think they should be changed. So the starting credits are going in. And then in the bottom left, this red pop-up comes up, red annotation going, like, love sci-fi? Then click here to check out the Mouse oh. X teaser trailer. Yeah. I'm like, thanks yeah. for pulling me immediately out of the scene. Yeah. Like, it's something that you're wanting to get immersed into the creepiness of it. And so then, keep that shit for when it's over. Yeah, that, that's also, well, that, that, that must be, like, a thing with, um, that depends on the, on the YouTube channel, because this is on several different channels. This isn't just on the one like because I I had I saw that one, but I watched um, the next the the next one I watched was a different channel I believe of this one, mm-hmm. but it was just like basically like hosting like showing different like CGI films and short films and yeah. stuff. Um, but regardless, this is yeah. from the people who made it. Yeah, and they had that annotation there, which like. Especially when it's going over a creepy scene of a lab with like bloody chains and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like what are you? I, yeah. hmm, I don't want that there. They should, like, yeah. just have it in the end credits or Also, something. I think next year we need to do uh, Mouse X or whatever. <laughs> whatever that is, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, when I was looking up the IMDb, um, I initially thought this was part of the Blinky-verse or whatever, because uh, Blinky was one of the recommended, but then there was also that Mouse one I remember being recommended, as well mm. as a bunch of other, like, short... And then I realized they were all just different short films that are similar in that they are all, like, horror sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I watched this on my phone, so it actually didn't come up with that pop-up. Okay. Actually, so. maybe my, the reason why mine didn't why it didn't pop up the second time was because I was watching on my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Either way, the main way that pe- I would think people would watch this is, is on, on the computer. computer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if that main way has this immersion breaking thing right at the start, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, that's just a, that's more or less a YouTube thing because like people mm-hmm. like put annotations and. Yeah. Um, ridiculous amounts of those things all over the yeah, place. Yeah, but and people do. The posters the, do that. 
Yeah, and so, you, you should like maybe not do it at the beginning of a movie. Maybe wait till the credits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all. That's, yeah, well, that's my target like, point. And like, like this, it's like, yeah, oh, I'm, I, I want to like this, but you're blocking the view. I can't yeah. tell if I like this because I want to see it first. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what a lot of YouTubers do is like at the end, it's like like this. Well, you like these two maybe or whatever. Yeah. They have a short little preview videos. At the end, before it actually ends, and then they sure. annotate it so that you can like go right to that link. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's, that's so apparently, cool. you can't do that unless you're a monetized uh, channel. Huh? Yeah. Now they've changed it so you can't. Uh, you only get that annotating, annotating ability if you monetize, or huh. if, you, if you are basically partnered up with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. Interesting. I see. <clears throat> All right. Then um, the next point is. So, one of the very first things you see mm-hmm. are the bloody chains. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying bloody chains as in, like, those gosh darn chains. No, like, they're they are literally, literally bleeding. Chains or, blood they're, they're not bleeding. They're, yeah, they're literally dripping with blood. But they're never used. Yeah, no. they're really just there to kind of build up the atmosphere of, like, oh. there's something wrong in this, or there's something grungy and wrong in this setting. Mm-hmm. Actually, what's interesting is in, uh, we don't, you don't see it at all in the, uh, in the video, but in the VR experience, when you look over to the other side of your of the the, the gurney or whatever, there's a, there's a body, <laughs> there's a bloody body on the other oh, side. That's nice. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Like of the previous previous victim, basically. Mm-hmm. So those chains, yes, are for the tomato whipping contest. <sighs> You're still on the <laughs> I see this culinary uh, explanation. Ah. That's why there was a mess at the end. Yeah. Yes. He wasn't even attacking her or feeding her food. He was just whipping the tomatoes. And she's like, no, they don't deserve it. <laughs> what did they do to you? <laughs> they don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we'll go with that logic. Yeah. No, but seriously, what are they there for? <laughs> no, like they're there. Uh, like I said, like they're there to build the atmosphere. Like that something is something horrible has happened in this place. Like it's it's really they're really just set dressing. Like they're just a purpose. Yeah, I, I don't like that they don't have an actual purpose in the lore. They That's... do. Like they're they they're so. They used, are you saying that Abe took these chains, hooked them up? And dripped real or fake blood on no, them just because uh, that looks what, creepy. What Moving happened, on, what might have happened is like he might have like strung up somebody on that. That's my, that's what but I'm like, getting yeah, at. Yeah, just like like we don't see what what he did to other people. Like this is just the one case where he's she's on a gurney. Maybe he's like developed or refined his like way of doing things. Maybe before when he first started, he like strung them up. Mm-hmm. Um, but my point is, I would like to see. Well, I want to. I maybe maybe in the future film. <laughs> Oh, I know. We'll I understand that. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a lot of the problem. Yeah. But even if, like, in some of the shots where it's just, like, showing the outside, if it panned past and it just showed, like, just someone hanging from chains, then fine. That's I, honestly, a- I honestly think that would ruin it. I think, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not with you on that. Like, I'm, I'm fine having... I don't mean just- early on. I mean later on when you know... Oh, yeah, later on, maybe as, like, maybe as, like, she's with, like when you see the blood splatter across the, the curtain, it pans farther out and you see more bo- you see bodies. Yeah. And that would be a more effective, I think. Yes. Um, but in, in that starting one, like, I, I was fine with it because it basically just building up that there is something... It, it's trying to build up atmosphere and yes. tension that something is amiss or something has gone wrong in this place. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is building up, but it's not doing anything with that build up with that specific aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again... But, yeah. again, if you... Like we said at the end, if it was zooming out and it showed, like, there's that, there's that chain from the beginning... 
but it's actually hanging from a dude that's like strung up to the ceiling or yeah. whatever. Also, yeah, and the, the thing with that is also we have to uh, like think about the budget. So like, if the person had a little bit more of a budget, yes, absolutely. Like, like kind of like how I thought, like there might be, there should be some like kind of ambient um, noise of the family while he's doing the monologue. Mm. Similar mm. thing with this. Like, it would have been more effective if he had pulled out and yeah, had like some bodies like strung up, basically from of basically failures. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I noticed throughout your entire critique of this, you kept mentioning budget. I didn't feel it was low budget at all. Well, it's I, not. I mean, I'm not saying low budget. I'm just saying like. They, they, yet when you think of, when you're doing a short film, you have a budget, um, so there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do in a short uh, under with cer- with certain amount of money mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what the budget for this one is. I think when we did Blinky, Matt was able to actually figure out, find the budget for it. Um, but basically, this is just um, like a small amount of money to do this. It was only three actors in the entire movie or in the entire yeah. film, mm-hmm. um, and. The script was uh, and like all that and like all that was done by everything else was done by, um, by Rob, mm-hmm. um, and uh, when you actually when you go to the website for Abe, um, the full cat like the full like crew thing, it's there's there's a fair amount of like people that worked on the film like basically they had a, they had a small team, like doing all the technical work on the uh, around the camera, yeah, but. Um, and doing the uh, CGI effects and some of that obviously, <laughs> but the yeah the. Um, there, there was. I'm not. I'm not saying when I when I say the the budget and some of that, I don't mean that it was shitty because it was a low budget film. No, I'm just mean like there was definitely some restraints that you couldn't yeah. do in a short that you I guess. you'd have to save yeah. for a feature film. And so you're trying to get the all the all you're trying to get as much of the the beats that you want to get across for the pitch. Yeah. In the short film. Mm-hmm. Well, like, the easiest way I could see of doing it, in regards to bringing the chains into what he actually does is. You do the bloody chain, you zoom in, you do the thing, you zoom out, back to the, the first scene with the bloody chain, and then it pans up, and there's it's just like chained around a dead, limp wrist with blood I, dripping from it. I, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Like that would, that would be How much budget would that be? You have the fake you know, blood. You know, All you need to do is get a guy to hang his <laughs> hand there. Yeah, and, and maybe it's something that the the the, uh, the, the filmmaker didn't think of, yeah. or just... Again, again, I'm not saying it's bad because it didn't do that, I'm just... Saying you that's, that's a way I, yeah. I would have seen it. Yeah. And, and again, it's like oh, like I said, it's like me wanting the, the have that ambient music or ambient yeah. noise behind in the monologue. Exactly. It, this would have made it a little bit more dynamic. It would have given you uh, a little bit more closure on the bloody chain. Well, it's just like <laughs> when they introduce something, do something with it. You yeah. Know? Like that's just my feelings on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and like so often in like films and in stories, there's something that's brought up and just never addressed later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm going to briefly go over the monologue. Okay. And I, it's just the fact that I'm curious if every single person he comes in, uh, like that he, he ties in, if he comes in and says, hello, do you need anything? And goes through the exact same paces Maybe every time. Maybe because he is a robot, so he might just be recy- cycling through the same stuff over and over again. And he <laughs> says, like, he's like, I'll just have to keep trying over and over, like, kind of, like, around those, along those lines. I, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but... Yeah. Um, and basically, like, that. Uh, that's also... Well, first off, that's what a machine would do, just keep yeah. repeating it, but that's also um, the uh, one of the um, signs of insanity, repeating the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, for sure. And that's... Yeah, so, like, it's showing that the robot is both a robot and also a little unhinged. Mm-hmm. It would almost be cool if um, at the end when it shows him staring at that lady 
and then it quickly zooms to him like opening up the curtain again, and then he starts with the same. Oh line. yeah, like if it cut, if it cut, like something like it flashes. All of a sudden, like, she's tied down again. Yeah. yeah, and you can even do that like after the credits, like suddenly like it's just like you, like you hear like the muffled like her like a different like person like muffled and some of that, and then you see him like pull up, it's like, do you need anything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know that he's literally just going Repeating. through. Repeating. He's going through. His, yeah, yeah. Going through the rounds basically. Yeah. But other than that. Like, that's all I could really find wrong with it. The only flaw I could find, aside from those things, like the, the chain's not going anywhere and my curiosity with it, which isn't a flaw at all, um, at the start of the credits, the actual characters, it goes, um, the three characters, the robot and the two women, are set up where it says the actress and then the character's name and then the entire crew, it shows the person's name and then what their job is. Like, it's yeah. backwards. Is that something that they do? Where, like, the actual actors, their orientation of their oh, like, of their character wait, name... So the character name and then the actor's name? Or is the actor's name... It's set up like name? this. It goes actor slash actress first, and then the character's name. And then all crew, it goes their job and then the person's name. I know that sometimes they will do that, just so, like, you, you get the actor's name first to see who's part of it. And then, like... This and then like uh, grip was this person because that's a little more secondary. I mean, I know. I, that's the first time I've ever seen it flip like that. Because um, normally it's like like this person was I've played seen it, by that. I think it's just John different. Claude Van Damme played as John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I, I've seen it in different. I've seen I've seen different ways they do it in movies and so that like different credit t- types. It might also depend on like this was shot in the UK. It might be different in the UK. Than oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. entirely possible. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just that way that person's style of putting credits down, yeah. or how they were told to format it. Like, mm-hmm. then my last note is just like this isn't really fair for us to review this comparing it to other creepypastas. I'm not comparing it to creepypastas. Like, okay, so thirty people worked on this. I did a quick tally. Yeah, over 30, around thirty people worked yeah. on this compared to like most of the other things I read. It's one dude writing it. Yeah. So it's okay. You so can't really compare them. The it's reason, a different vein, right? It is and it isn't. Um, like even in like slender vlogs, like there are a larger, there's a larger team of people at work in those. This is just another avenue. Uh, so like, I'm not telling. I'm not. I was, I was never actually telling you guys to, to compare these to creep pastas. Oh, I know. Like th- these. This is basically just a like uh, we we. I asked for some people suggestions for robot uh, like creepypasta things, and I got this. It kind of is in the same vein as a creepypasta because it's a um, it's either a pitch or it's some somebody had an idea for a story and they wanted to uh, get it out. It's just a different medium, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it has a it has a large like thirty people on it, but that's a fairly small crew for yeah, a, for a film thing, um, and like. So you go down the line, so you have creep bosses, which are usually one person writes it, and then like mm-hmm. maybe some people edit it. Then yeah, right. Some people. Maybe. But then you have like, and then you have slender vlogs, which are usually like two or three people um, to like five or six people, um, mm-hmm. like in the background, like working on it, helping them work on it. But usually it's like two or three people. Yeah. And then you have a short film that has a budget, has uh, has like, is they're trying to get post on, they're going to post on YouTube and other places. Um, to try and get a larger company to uh, make a feature film of it, or like to try, or like maybe get noticed, 
And that's and they're again and then the it, final tier is an actual movie. Yeah, and the actual tier is a final, like an actual movie or like a, a bigger budget indie film. Yeah. Um. So like th- they're all basically independent projects that are trying to make a creepy narrative or trying to creep um, either a creepy or weird like story with the medium they're given. Mm-hmm. So and it's always it's it, it's independent usually or they've it's like uh, it started with one person. Like this one was written, produced, directed, and filmed by Tom Russo. <laughs> Sorry, by Rob McClellan. Yeah. Uh, like he wasn't, and he he wrote the script. He he uh, he was the pr- director and producer of it. Um, he likely was the film, like was also behind the camera for most of it. But then, like he had a bunch of people that he knew that could do the CGI and some of yeah. that. And sometimes that's not even the case. Like sometimes with these short films, like it's all like one dude doing like all the effects and doing all that stuff. And then they just have the actors in for the yeah. show. So it's it's very similar to a like slender vlog series or like a weird YouTube channel series or like web series. It's, it's just, just a different layer of it's, polish. It's a different type of yeah, it's just a different type of layer of polish or it's a different type of medium, so it has a little bit mm-hmm. it, it, it equates kind of to the same kind of uh, uh, like um, uh, production line. It's just because of the the medium, it requires a few more people, a few more hands in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd like to apologize for jokingly associating you yourself with Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it, was, it was just there; it had to be said. I think you did a fantastic job on this. Yeah, for for sure, Rob. <laughs> like, I, I, I we do because I, I generally do look forward to the feature film of this. Like, I do want to see like what where where Abe goes. Oh yeah, uh, so or see like how Abe like like what where we I want to see where Abe gets taken. Like, in terms I want to see of, the like, past of how he got to where he is now and what happened. We might get that. We might get some like I'd like even, even some like memory flashbacks or something like that of that yeah. would be cool. Um, but honestly, like I want to see like. Kind of where you take, like, because there's so many different. There, there are some ways you can take a different, like a serial killer, um, or like, or again, this could just end up turning into a slasher flick, which I'd also be down for because it's a robot slasher flick. We need yeah. more, we need more diversity in the slasher flick. Usually, it's just hillbillies or rednecks or deformed, horrible people. We don't get robots as much in that field. Very true. Like the closest we've gotten is a Terminator. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, Terminator. Yeah. Forgot about Terminator. <laughs> or like, or uh, you can or, call that or the, or, like really. I, the first one, yeah. The first one's fairly horror based. Like it's a thriller. At the very uh, yeah. Um, but I was also gonna like I was actually gonna say Chucky. So we get like a living doll, a living yeah. murderous doll. But yeah, um, yeah. So I like I, I would like to see a feature film of this one just to like have some. Some new slasher flick characters because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of slasher flicks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so is that it then for you? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the end of my notes. Um, all right, so recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, I will recommend this one. Um, it had a str- like to me the the beginning was strong. The character, the the victim, uh, the actress who played the victim. I I should kind of. Uh, sad that I didn't write down like the, the cast names since there was only three of them. Yeah, because sure, because uh, both the the guy who voiced um, uh, Abe did a really good job because yes. of sounding like a psychotic um, British <laughs> robot, <laughs> like uh, from like he kind of sounded, like, reminded me of the Portal robot or Portal AIs. He kept his like, monotone. Yeah, he kept, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and you when you watch him like actually like doing the acting, his face doesn't like is very like. It's like dead. Like, it is, yeah, exactly. Just deadpan, like yeah. no emotion at all. Like he he got into character. He became. Yeah, he, he got he got really good into character. Yeah. Um, and then conversely, like well, where his voice was perfect for that role, or was was really good for that role. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say perfect, because that's nothing's really perfect. 
but was really good for that role, really strong for it. The woman who the the the, the victim uh, woman yeah. was really good with like expressing um, a lot mm-hmm. of emotions through just her eyes and like that's about it. Like yeah. she was, you could tell when she was like confused and like scared and like shocked and astonished and. Like she even like she said she shed a tear because she was like she, yeah, she felt sorry felt for his, uh, yeah. his his thing and then when he he drops that he tried, he tried to fix his family we got back to fear yeah <laughs> and then the full when, range of, yeah, of bad exactly. emotions yeah, it was really and even like some of the scenes when she when he's like monologuing and like talking looking at the, the moth and she's just like looking around it's like, it's like can I get out of here <laughs> can, can I escape no fuck yeah. <laughs> like but no 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 dialogue at all just like really good at expressing like mm-hmm. the, the emotions that she needed for the story. Yeah. Um, animation was was good for most of it. I didn't like I said like it. This was a short, because it was a short film. Um, I, it wasn't like I think Blinky probably had better better uh, effects for for Blinky. I'm gonna have to see but, this now. Um, honestly, Blinky, I didn't well, have a problem. Blinky was also a mix of like practical effects, but also a CGI when it came to like it moving around. I believe mm-hmm. unless it was all CGI, in which case, damn. Um, but just. It was just the one, like the during the scenes where you, where you fully see him move and he's like walking around, like he turns around. around then, like, it, it looked a little like like kind of like out of play or looked a little like my uncanny valley uh, effect kind of kicked in, and it didn't look as it didn't look right to me. Well, when you're saying like the uncanny valley okay, kicked so, in, that means like I, I know what it means, but yeah. like you're that's good that you're seeing that it's. So close to being real that you're you know no, it's no, not no, real, no. but you can kind of tell it's real. No, not real. When I okay, I may I may be using it wrong then for this case because the way it was is like when it was close up, it I couldn't tell if it was real, if it was a practical effect, or if it was actually the still CGI. And from what I saw the behind the scenes stuff, it was all CGI. Yeah, that's what that, the close up part mm-hmm. was good. The close up parts were good. Mm-hmm. Some of the hand, uh, like some of the close ups of the hands were okay. Though some of them, when he picked up the knife. There's a little bit of a glitch or something like that, and I, I again, I'm not just sure. If, I'm, I'm just not sure if it's my my own eyes that were like kind of like telling. Might me be fabricating something. a shotgun out of the scene. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just like um, I just perceived it as like okay, I my eyes like or the way my like I looked at it, it was like mm, that that looks fake. Yeah. Um, and then when uh, again when it's indirectly being used, like again going through behind a, uh, a curtain, like the 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 robotic motion and like the way it looked like in the shadows looked creepy like that was really cool mm-hmm. and then when you see it in full view to me it just looked fake um, it did, it looked kind of like it could have used a little bit more polish mm-hmm. but again that's my own opinion it, take it what you will yeah um, and yeah otherwise like the story like here is a good start like is a good pitch for a feature length film. Um, and again, I kind of hope MGM does actually take it and go make a make a, a full length feature. Well, they have it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, just because you get the, the, you acquire the rights doesn't mean the film company is going to. It, it takes a while for it to actually get. Oh, I understand. So, like the, the fact I'm that they're they... waiting for Skullduggery Pleasant, the film. <laughs> uh, Basically, since the books started getting popular back in the day, and yeah. uh, they like Warner Brothers or whatever did get the rights to it, but we've not seen anything for it for a long time. We haven't seen heard any news about it, so. Um, Maybe they're working with a uh, game development studio to make a tie-in video game. Oh, that's gonna be no from Rocksteady. Okay, if it was if it was, <laughs> if it, was if it was just like based on the books, maybe. 
Yeah. But if it's like, or, or maybe Telltale. I'd even like be, uh, be okay with the Telltale game of Skullduggery. But um, yeah, no, because generally movie to movie to video game translations well, don't work well. That's why it takes so long because to make a good video game, you need more than a year to make it. Yeah. Well, it's been more than three or four. Or yeah. It's been more than five years for. So it's going to be more. epic. All right. Well, <laughs> or we're going to sidetrack. We are. We are. Regardless. Regardless, one line, I will recommend the short film of Abe, and I look forward to a feature film if it does come out. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, you said for you. All right. So, I think someone should make a parody. <laughs> okay. With uh, actually showing food and uh, having a guy at the end with long hair. Fabio, yes. Yeah. And, and just have it be hilarious because that's what I think would be hilarious. <laughs> All right. And then you're not wrong. It would be hilarious. And like instead of the yeah. chains, make it like sausage links. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I, all I think of is, come back, cold cuts! Yeah, exactly. Wow. Mikey, yeah. Mikey from, uh, from THV Digital uh, uh, Yeah, like, have it be a comedy, but have the robot guy maintain his seriousness. <laughs> so it comes off. So you really just want the weird weird trailer guy to, like, take the short film and just add in different things. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Jesus. Just shout out to all trailers. Go for it. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, recommendation wise, uh, I do recommend it for watching at least once. Yeah, because I'm the only person here that watched it only once. I watched it. Oh, you only watched it once. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, only once. Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah. So I recommend watching it once. It's interesting, uh, but the robot doesn't act like a robot because he has love. So, if you don't care about that and you just want something that's interesting to think about, then go ahead and give it a watch. Okay. Wow. <laughs> He's really stuck on that robot. Well, I mean, that's his stance. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not going to change yeah, his stance. No, sure. I, I just find it so interesting that, like, I watch this and I'm like, ah, what can I say? It's really good. And then, like, I'm listening to you two. I'm like... How can you guys be shitting on this so much? <laughs> like, when you first went to your uh, recommendation cultist, you're like, hmm, what should I do? What a, How is there a thought behind it? It's, it's I recommend like, it. It's to awesome. Be, to, to be fair, like, I was trying, like, you were, I, I was looking around, I, w- I was actually like, we had to look at, uh, at least I had to look a lot deeper into the, into the, into the hmm. video itself to find things to pick at it. Like mm-hmm. for this, for the for yeah, the, review, the for fact you have to nitpick. I still I mean, said it's good. Like I still said well, it's okay. I, I just think, <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. You had to take ten seconds. Yeah, like, think well, because I wasn't because I wasn't well also because I wasn't I, I had actually never solidified whether or not I wanted to recommend it or not. But like I was like no all the all things like because honestly like the when I first watched it like that's why I had to watch it a second time was the first time I watched I was kind of bored at the begin in, in the middle section I was like. I kind of, really? I kind of felt like like I was that girl, but like, can, can I leave? No, I'm fucking stuck here. Are you my dad? Whatever <laughs> sort of movie, if, if if like shit doesn't start blowing up in the first five minutes, it's like, what the fuck is no, this? No, no, like, no. Like, <laughs> the beginning was good, and then the the end was good, but that middle monologue, I just it didn't feel as dynamic as the rest of this, the video. And again, like I think if this was to get extended to a feature film, I would hope that that wouldn't just be a monologue because that model. When I looked at it, it just felt like somebody was just basically giving, reading a speech in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
again, well, it's not I, like she could have said anything. No, I oh, and honestly, like I was, I was kind of having more fun li- watching her reaction while uh, rather than even looking at the the fake robots. That's, that's where the di- the the dynamic of it comes from, like mm-hmm. seeing yeah her no. opinion of this guy constantly changing and being like. Okay, what the... F- oh, okay, confused, what are you here for? Then, oh, God, what are you talking about? And it's, oh, I feel sorry for you. Oh, God, you're going to kill me. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Like, like I'm just... Like, I just think about the entire model. I just, I just feel like there could have been a little bit more put into that... To make that uh, that monologue less of a just a tell and have a little bit more show. But, again, it is a short film. I'm, I'm, not, I'm okay with it not being like that, but... Yeah, like, it's just my opinion, like just my my stance on it. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not trying to change your mind about it. Like if of you course. liked it, you liked it. Yeah. Um, I it, that was just one of the problems I had with it when I initially re- watched it. Like I felt there was something off. It's funny so, that Mr. Positive here. Like, yeah, I'm no, being more positive so than Mr. I, Positive today. I can, I can have like varying opinions, motherfuckers. No, you're not allowed. You have Damn to like it. everything. That's your stance. You have to like everything. 100 percent of the time. I, I think the goal of the video was to. Have a creepy factor. Yeah, to have and, the, and that creepy factor at the end is there. Is that he's yeah and yeah for sure like it, it, so he's going he he kept, he's continuing his cycle of murder yeah or of infatuation and murder yeah is basically so, what it is so yeah. it set out to do what it wanted to do yeah and why I recommended Which it is good storytelling yeah right? yes. Yeah, that's why I ultimately recommended it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm, I'm we, just continuing the conversation. Okay, okay, I'm cool. not harping on your <laughs> <heart> recommendation. <laughs> so you kind of said like you were. So. <laughs> well, I had to harp on it a little bit, so you yeah. had to harp on it. Apparently, yeah. This right. fair. Regardless. Yeah, regardless. I will take zero seconds to think about it and okay, say cool. I recommend this. Cause that's that's it's, perfectly fine. It's yeah. a very well put together short story, and if it is be- going to become an actual movie, I'm totally down for it. Yeah. I want to learn about the past. About how all this happened, what happened, what happened exactly with this family, and what's going to happen in the future. I feel like you don't need that, but I, I mean, I, I, I would also it. like to, but I feel like you don't necessarily. And I, I'm just I aside, weird. It's it's almost like we're all three different people and have three different opinions on. That's story. weird <laughs> because you're actually here by yourself, just being amazing with voices and yeah, throwing I'm your voice around. Throwing my voice <laughs> I'm not the crazy one you all are. <laughs> sure, if you say so. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm sure. Like, I, I, I could live without. Um, like, just as, I could honestly live without just like just assuming what happened to the family. Like, obviously, like he tells us what happened to the family, and then like hints at what happened because he's like obviously he's now he's cutting people up and some of that. I understand that, but I want to know what. Caused him to believe that his family doesn't love him. Gotcha. Anymore. Yeah, See, that's what I need. To do. I think that's actually where Blinky. You might need to watch Blinky at some yeah. point because that's actually where. Oh, if you guys weren't, if either of you guys weren't in that one, then maybe that would be a good one for you guys to watch for mm-hmm. um, your special Patreon episode. Of course, <laughs> yes. Reloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like because that one, like you, we we find out why Blinky gets broken, mm-hmm. <laughs> or why why Bl- Blinky Blinky breaks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, emotionally and psychologically. And that's what I want to see with this. Those are like the only two things I can think about. I want to know what happened to make him think that his family doesn't love him anymore to make him need to try to fix them. Yeah. I want to know what the hell is with the bloody chains. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah, alright. Um, right. Yeah, alright. So, full on roundhouse recommendations. <laughs> roundhouse kick to everyone's mind. <laughs> 
Roundhouse kicks a face <laughs> with recommendations. Yes. Um, all right, so that was this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. We're on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E Stands for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. The Gamer Yells on Xbox Live at The Gamer in Yellow without the W because Xbox hates them. Can't okay, just give me one more letter. No. <laughs> um, and you can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepy pasties like to discuss on the show. Um, if you want to send us robot creepypastas for next year's Robovember, um, that would be very much appreciated. Or create. <clears throat> or create ones. Or if you have like a creepy short film kind of thing like uh, a la Blinky or uh, Abe, um, it sounds like we'll, we'll probably just end up getting a couple of those like in on Robovembers because we don't have a whole lot to talk about when it comes to November anymore with creepypastas. Mm-hmm. Like I have, next week we'll have... Um, uh, one regarding a Quake bots, like video game robot or video game bots, and I do that in quotes. So that kind of fits the bill, but it's more or less a video game thing than a robot thing, mm-hmm. or it's basically AI, which mm-hmm. works by technicality. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we don't really have a whole lot. Like aside, from, we kind of covered like all the good ones. Like Antran was like our was the spark of Robovember uh, way back when, and then last year we did a, a bunch of, of robot ones. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of ran out of at least ones that I could find or good ones. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you are... Well, if the full movie of Abe is out by next year... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be doing that for uh, for ADR Goes to the Movies. Um, but yeah, if you are... Uh, think, if, you have a, if you think you have a story to, uh, involving like a creepy thing with actual robots, not just AI, um, like actual metallic shell of a creature or something like that... Um, Write it up, get it edited, and then submit it to us as a suggestion. Or if you have one that you've not heard us listen, uh, re- review, like legit, suggest it, please. Um, give us that content. <laughs> so we can uh, give you that content. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, also, you can check out the title cards for each episode uh, on the Crazon Studios, yeah, on crazonstudios.tumblr. Or go to the YouTube channel, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and you can find the video parts of each episode. Um, if you'd like to support the show, go to Patreon and look up Aldente Rigamortis. Uh, and to our patrons that are currently help, uh, donating, thank you immensely. You are keeping the hosting bills at bay, and you're helping us grow. We can get uh, other projects off the ground, uh, like um, like we started up uh, ADR or Aldente Reloaded and Aldente Revelations with Mikey and uh, Gamer in Yellow, who have their own, basically their own version, their own episodes of the previous stories we've done that they were not privy to. And then they riff on the show, <laughs> on the episode that we did, way, me and Dr. Leviathan did way back when. Mm-hmm. So that has been entertaining. <laughs> As somebody who has to edit those, that has been oh, That's your word you choose. <laughs> well, I don't always agree with your opinions, but like... So it's weird, it's almost like we're different people. <laughs> I know. Um... And I feel like that gets thrown a lot, like around. That's been getting thrown around a lot recently. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we have uh, for for if you're if you're considering pay, uh, backing us at the Patreon, we have special episodes like ADR or AD uh, Al Dente ADR Re- Al Dente Reloaded and Al Dente Revelations. Um, we have special Patreon episodes. Like uh, sometimes we'll go to conventions and we'll 
uh, report back of, as to what we liked and what we didn't like about the convention or what we got there. Um, sometimes we'll just do like a random Patreon episode just for like about something that uh, isn't quite creep pasta worthy, but it's like or it's something related. Uh, Al Dente goes to the movies. We've so where we basically review a movie that's based off of something or like inspired a creepy pasta. Um, we've got a bunch of stuff on the back burner that we'd like to start doing, and with the Patreon, we can actually start doing some of those. So, um, yeah. Till next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer Neil. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs> it's a hell of a turnaround. Okay. Damn. <laughs> we had a lot to say about this, this video.